I'll be very brief. If you just turn our Bible quickly to Genesis chapter 49, and I'll stay there and by the grace of God. In Genesis chapter 49. Genesis chapter 49, now, and I'll quickly read from verse 4 to 10. The word of God, which says, unstable. This is um, Jacob um, pronouncing blessing or curses upon his children just before he parted. And Jacob. So Genesis 49 from verse 4, he says, unstable. He's talking about um, Reuben at this point. He says, Reuben is unstable as water. He says, you shall not excel. He says, because you went up to your father's bed. Then you defiled it. He says, he went up to my couch. Verse 5 says, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Instrument of cruelty are in the dwelling place. He said, let not my soul enter their counsel. Let, let not my honor be united to their assembly. He says, for in their anger they slew a man. And in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce and their wrath. For it is cruel. It says, I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Verse 8 says, Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. It says, your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. It says, your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. It says, from the prey, my son. It says, from the prey, my son, you have gone up. My, he, he bows down. He lies down as a lion. And as a lion who shall rouse him. Verse 10. He said, The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh comes, and to him shall be the obedience of the people. Amen. Praise God. God is encouraging us this morning that we should be careful with the words of our mouths. Because the word of our mouth truly carries weight. Um, sometimes we are casual, sometimes we joke, all those things. Yes, I know. But if you remember the story of Abraham, even when God, even sometimes when we know that we, there are certain things that we need to do, and it even looks dire. For example, a man that is going, that has done something wrong, and is, he is going to court, and it's very clear that they're going to jail him. Even despite all that, still you ought to still be positive. Amen. Because God can change anything. Amen. If you look at the story of Abraham, there's something very interesting in the book of Genesis 22, verse 8. And you know, when God told Abraham to go and sacrifice, a story that we know very well, sacrifice um, Isaac, his only son. You know, and they went. And as they got to, almost got to get into the place of the sacrifice, and the son asked the father, Father, where is the sacrifice? And what did Abraham say? Even though Abraham heard God's voice loud and clear. It was a painful thing for Abraham without any doubt. But what Abraham said, he might have said it casually, but, but being positive, he said, the Lord will provide. Amen. So truly, at the end, the Lord did provide, provided the lamb for the sacrifice. Amen. Even though Abraham was about to kill his son, but yet God provided. Imagine Abraham had not said that, those words. So sometimes God sets us up. But in everything that we do, we need, we have to have the understanding to always be positive. Despite uh, the, the result, the seemingly result that, that might be before us. You know, when I say we should be careful, 
You know, sometimes people can say, we can look at this word and talk about, uh, well, Jacob was blessing his children, or someone is making a vow. But one thing that God, Jesus, encouraged us with, that he left us with, you know, he says in, in, in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4, he says, when you make a vow to God, he said, do not delay to pay it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay that which you have vowed. So whether you vow with your mouth, whether you curse or you pronounce a blessing, everything is what comes from the word of your mouth. You know, in James 5, 12, it says, But above all, my brethren, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth, with any other oath. He said, But let your yes be what be yes, and your no be no. And that's what Jesus Christ also said. So everything we say, whether you call it a vow, whether you call it a promise, you know, the point is that you have declared those words. Those words carry weight. And that is what God is telling us, that this year, by the grace of God, we need to be mindful of the things that we say. Because somehow, they have the ability of coming to pass without us even realizing. And sometimes, the words of our mouth, we are the ones who can easily walk against ourselves without realizing. And you are saying, you are praying, you are praying, you are praying, you are praying. And you wonder why things are not happening. Amen? You wonder why things are not happening. You know, I mean, recently, Nigeria, you know, had, there was so many things happened. But one of it was, I had an immense headache that I was wondering what's going on, like a migraine. I've never suffered from things like that. But despite all, I just had to remain positive and declare the, the, the positivity of the word of God. And that's the truth. And it wasn't as if I was praying for divine healing or, you know, it was just a casual, uh, positive, the way I was feeling, just declared it positive. And before I realized, everything was fine, you know. And that is what God is encouraging us to do. Amen. So when I look at the story of Jacob speaking over his children's life, and when you, as we are reading the Bible, by God's grace, we will come all of us are reading the Bible, will come across those places. You know, when Jacob pronounces bless, I mean, I don't know, pronounces words on, upon his children, Reuben, because he said Reuben was unstable, he said Reuben will not excel. But truly, Reuben became, it looks casual, but Reuben became the smallest tribe of Israel. Among the children of Israel, Reuben's tribe, clan, was the smallest. And it got to the point that they were almost annihilated. Thank God for the likes of Moses that came to reverse it as time went on. That Reuben, you will excel. If not, Reuben would have been wiped out. Because someone spoke a word. Amen? And if you look at Simeon, I don't know if everybody have noticed. I mean, I love, I love pictures. You know, I, I wish I had time. I would have brought pictures here. That if you look at the map of Israel, I mean, then, before now. You notice that the nation, the, 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 uh, the, the, the uh, Simeon's children, I mean, the clan Simeon, you know, it's, they are engulfed, they are embedded in Judah. So, Judah as a city, Simeon is just right, Simeon is like a yoke in the egg. Amen. So, it's like, so, but bottom line is that Simeon is separated from the children of Israel. So, it's almost as if he's not a tribe on his own, but yet he's in between. Judah, because the father spoke. Amen. And when we speak, sometimes you, because we are spoken, 
looking at the children, the children eventually will be taking certain actions that they don't even understand why. Because somebody has spoken years ago. So then we look at the children of Levi. I mean, the father said that what? He said what about uh, Simeon and Levi? He said, instrument, verse 5, of cruelty. He says, uh, let, uh, let me, verse 5, he says, um, uh-huh. verse 7, he says, cause be their anger, for it is fierce. He says, they are, and they are wrath. He says, for it is cruel. He says, I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. That's what he said. So, so now we see the Leviticus today. And we say, wow, they are priests. They serve God. Someone has spoken. Amen. Something moved. When, when, when the children of Israel, what came about when the Levi were scattered in Israel was, um, I don't know if you remember the story when um, Moses went to the mountain for 40 days and he came back. By the time he came back, what happened? By the time he came back, the children of Israel had um, they, they fornicated, you know, going to, uh, they, they erected a, a, a calf. You know, and Moses came back down and he was upset. And the Levite took his side and decided to be on God's side. And at the same time, something happened in Israel as well, where somebody went to sleep with an harlot. And Levi, at the same time, was the one that took a stand and went to kill some of the children of Israel. And God said, I'm going to make you my priest. Those actions were taken. You may look at those actions as, wow, these guys are passionate about God. But those actions were taken because somebody... Have spoken a word. Somebody did. So it's the same thing. We too need to be careful because those words may not come to pass in right now, but it may be words that will come to pass concerning people's life in 20 years, time, 30 years, or even long ago. Long once, long past when people have even died. That's why sometimes people look at it as generational, they call it generational causes, generational things, because somebody had formed an alliance, I mean an allegiance with somebody or said something many years ago, hundreds of years ago, and you're wondering what was said, what was said, what was said, what was said. So you're trying to figure out so that you can reverse it. And that's what they say, generational things. So it's the same thing, it's just because generational thing we see is a spoken word. And the spoken word is simply a form of an agreement. You may not have to necessarily agree with the next man or the next woman, but because you've spoken, heaven just agrees with it. That's all. So we need to be very careful. And if you look at the life of Judah, it says, you know, your brethren will praise you. And he, and he goes on and talked about it. And Judah is called the house of praise. Yeah, amen. That's what Judah is called. So this is just to let us understand, just to give us an insight of how important the words of our mouth are moving forward this year. It doesn't matter what is before you. Even though you don't like the situation ahead of you, be positive. The, man, the word of God says, as a man thinks, so is he. Even though when he looks black, still call it white. At the end of the day, God in Genesis saw the heaven, he saw the earth, he was in a gross darkness, and God just said, yes, I can see darkness here, but I said, light, show forth. That's what God said. And light came, irregardless of what was before you. So it's the same thing. That's why the word of God encourages that we, as children of the Most High God, we don't walk by sight. It's not what we see, 
that happens to be. It's the thing that we, you know, some, anyway. But that's just to encourage us. So just, just quickly, just bow ourselves. Let's take our head before, ourselves before God. Just bow our head and just ask God to help us this year. Now, uh, help me to be careful. Uh, help me, Almighty God, uh, to be careful with the words of my mouth so that I will not be loosed. Uh, that, 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 that I, will, I will listen more and speak less so that uh, I won't cause anyone sorrow. I will not bring sorrow my way. And uh, Lord, just take yourself before God. Uh, Lord, uh, peradventure that I have said something uh, that may be working against me. Uh, but in your infinite mercy, I cancel it this day in the name of Jesus Christ. That every word that I've uttered uh, against your will concerning my life, oh God, uh, Lord, uh, I terminate those words today in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, that Father, just help me to see it. Help me uh, to be careful with the words of my mouth. Help me to uh, give me wisdom uh, to speak the right things at all times uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we just bless 